And he's not here, so I have to make awkward slurping noises on his behalf. Such a funny story. Someone has to be Nicki Minaj. <laughs> we are all the Nicki Minaj. We are all Nicki Minaj. shit you find man i know fuck. right <laughs> i have just slept like you might spend too much time on tiktok what the fuck? Yeah, two hours in the morning two hours at night yeah oh boy yeah. it's bad it's i've been bad. learning about Jesus. all the tiktok dramas that are going on yeah like there's water talk <laughs> which one's and there's like so uh, like What's a bunch of people talk? are adding shit to their water and being like this is how i drink water it's birthday cake flavored and then a, bu- a bunch of other people are like that's not fucking water that's disgusting like it's, what you add like, like sugar and shit yeah like it's like those like like oh this is like a thing to make it taste like skittles and whatever and i'm like who the fuck cares it's, like that's it's water literally it's just like flavored drink basically it's like yeah but like it's like adding fuck? fruit punch to people your drink so water offended by it people <laughs> are like that's not water <laughs> and other people are like yes it is uh, i'm like who the fuck cares that's hilarious you don't have to drink it it sounds fucking nasty but you don't gotta drink it that's yeah, no true. one's telling you to drink it that's true it yeah. is yeah and then there's like cake gate cake which is like this this baker who like made this like $75 cake but it's been proven that it was all like boxed cake mix. Oh. Oh, yes, I saw that cuz like yeah, uh, on the like picture in the bottom ugly. you in the bottom you see like they have the cake yeah, mix. The Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker. No. I saw a uh, tattoo gate. Tattoo yes, gate. I saw that, that one too. is fucking crazy what's this what an idiot too on top of that literally tiktoked about it and you're like you dumbass yep easiest fifteen hundred dollars i ever made and was just like a fucking nasty like trace of like another person's drawing yeah and the way she was charging was insane yeah it was like like a consultation fee and then like a consultation (laughs) on top of that and like it was really weird like she was charging a lot of money. Like 2000 for, for like not the price, like for not the size that it would even matter. Yeah. But then it was like the second revision is like another two or another three or whatever. Yeah. And then she was like, I can't afford that. And she's like, well, we can go back to like, but still wanted to take more from them. And I was like. Yeah, and wouldn't allow refunds if you didn't go through with the tattoo. Yeah. So even like they want to keep the deposit and the consultation fee and nothing has happened yet. Yeah. And it was like, what is going on? Yeah, it was yeah. fucking so nuts. Crazy. But that had a really great ending, though. I didn't see the ending. Basically, some professional uh, LA tattoo artist, like a really like a like a very well known one, oh, was is like that the guy. Everyone was like, "Can you please make a comment about this?" Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll fly you over for free, and I'll do your tattoo for free to fix it." Ooh. And basically, Ooh. she got like an amazing, yeah, an That's amazing awesome. deal for it. It was awesome. Yeah, because I mean, wasn't it his? pricing structure that she said she based hers off of uh well no 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 not that guy there's oh, another guy, guy. Okay. so that guy that guy was the uh was uh she was apprenticing she was do, uh she was like an apprentice for that guy and that's right. why he was he was trying to have reasons like he was trying to like basically like uh was like saying well she wasn't supposed to do that but like this is like the way i work or blah blah, blah. and then she kind of just like basically like uh-huh. went a little bit too overboard on it and then another guy in la was like hey listen like i'll fly you over in my shop and i'll do your tattoo for free fucking a i was like oh hell yeah she was like crying and everything it was awesome that's how you do it it was super cool yeah so nice 
We should introduce ourselves. I'm a professional. Mm. This is what I do. We should. We <laughs> totally should. We are your friends Hi. podcast. Uh, we are not your TikTok podcast, so. We could be. We kind of are. We have some TikTok videos. Yeah, and and, and me yeah. here being all like, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> Says our social media guy. You know what's really funny about that is that like, you're not you're not all about it, but like, to be honest with you, like TikTok is actually like better than it is better than Vine, mm-hmm. YouTube, or everything because it is first and foremost, it is very informative. Mm. It is yeah. actually more informative than any other platform that is like video based. To be honest with you, like Instagram is complete dog shit when yeah. it comes to that. Yeah, sorry, Instagram. You're yeah, yeah, you're no, bad. Yeah, no. Reels is just memes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Basically, whatever you get from TikTok gets funneled through Instagram. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just stolen TikTok. Content. Yeah, it's and YouTube does the same thing. They're all they're all kind of like, but it's it all comes from TikTok. So it's true. But uh, who are we? More importantly, uh, we're your friends' podcast. Whatever. We're uh, just three artists here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, <laughs> uh, getting together to uh, fill your hour with art, entertainment, and uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of information and knowledge. I don't know. Very little. Uh, my name is Alvaro Cruz. Joined uh, to my left here, Matt Sketch. Hi. And to my right here, Tobias Medeiros as Some well. Bitches. Yes, indeedy. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's that's an interesting uh, take there. Because uh, like, I think the, 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 the aspect of like information is so blurred on the internet. Like me already like, Anything online, I come with it like, uh, okay, there's like a 50-50 chance that it is not true based on what where it's coming from, based on its uh, its initial goal. And this applies to the news as well. This very much applies to newspapers, the news. It's like you have to be critical of information and of its like uh, goal to get views, to get commercial advertising space, you know, all that shit. And you kind of like, and it sucks that we are in this position that we can't just be like newspaper hmm you know and accept it as news but like say yeah i guess like yeah i mean yeah i had the same something behind it right i had the same problem with like when i'm like you know uh watching i don't want to make this into like a news Mm. like story (laughs) fucking episode but like (laughs) no no you know all the stuff about desantis and like all this stuff about going on with like florida yeah i was like what's real and what's not but mm-hmm. like you kind of like wait till like the results are in and like what's yeah. actually happening in its own place. Yeah. Uh, you know, like learning about different uh, states and like what you see from the outside and looking in. It's like a very like versus like living there and like mm. experiencing things and stuff. Like I learned a lot about like Las Vegas and like yeah. the way, you know, was like that, the strip is not the downtown. There's like an actual downtown. Time? Yeah, it's yeah. my first time. Oh, so like the downtown okay. is actually okay. like very separate and it's like there's an actual city there and nobody likes like anybody from there does not like the strip because like mm. it's there all the time and those things are meant to be like visited. Like, you know, like yeah. those strip is like the strip is like Tourist. there for like touristy stuff and like you don't want to see that every day. It's insane. Yeah. And like yeah you lose so much of your money there which was great by the way because like i'm not a gambler so like none of that really mattered it. to me yeah. oh i didn't touch it at all because i was like it's so boring yeah. like i just yeah. sit there and watch money like go away lose, yeah. yeah leave from my hand like uh, no that's not fun <laughs> yeah did you have a good time though yeah i had a good time yeah. it was las, all right las vegas treated you well uh i mean aside from the stomach bug yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus those Christ. evil tacos that fair was brutal enough, fair enough but you Were they at least tasty tacos 
it because it wasn't warm i wasn't that crazy about it but uh, they had like chicken and like steak in the other time in the other days and i was that was great ooh. but um catering i wasn't crazy but honestly i was i was more into like i found an in and out burger there mm. i was like uh, hell yeah and then in the airport in salt lake i had shake, uh, shake shack so i was like oh so I was like happy with the food that I was like yeah. grabbing, mm-hmm. but you know, like I had a lot of burgers. Do you think we're ever going to get the yeah, in and the why. in and out burger in Toronto? Do you think that'll come? I'll tell you this: the in and out in Vegas is not the same as like the, the in and out in LA. Oh. Like that's the original, right? So like for me, it's like when they give you animal style, the sauce is all over the place. Like it's mm. like holy shit, but <laughs> it wasn't there. It's like they weren't. They were very like sparse stingy about it yeah, and i was like Ugh. yeah very conservative about it and i was like well screw you then but um <laughs> aren't we getting an american burger chain here soon are we i, I don't which know one. we had carl's and then we didn't appreciate it and carl's left yeah yeah <laughs> nobody gave two fucks about that i was like <laughs> no one appreciated carl's i, was like, Sorry, I never carl's. wanted this <laughs> yeah. no also i remember the one location because it was by the starbucks i was working at it was right across uh burger priest oh yeah so oh, dear. you had burger yeah. priest and then Carl's Jr. So it's like I I appreciate the joints that we have here. Yeah, yeah. I like what we have here. Like mm. Holy Chuck, I dig. I love Holy Chuck. Yeah. And like you know, Burger Priest is pretty awesome. Porchetta, if you're like on like King King West, yeah. Porchetta is amazing. They have really good sandwiches. Holy shit, their sandwiches yeah. are ridiculous. So like I don't know, Toronto has like a great food scene. Like yeah. it is. You do. You do amazing. have to really make a make a make a mark here. Yeah. If you want yeah. to survive, so it's very. Uh, it's an art. You know. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tobias, how was your week? Uh, tell just, me more. It's <laughs> very tell stressful. Me more, tell me more. Um, yeah. Well, something really cool happened, at very. least. Um, yeah, you have something very cool, dude. I do, I do. Yeah. So um, a lot of people might not know, but uh, my godfather recently passed. And what he decided to do was um, he decided to get cremated when he passes away. So everyone in the family, we all got like a piece of memento jewelry or like urn jewelry. So um, I got a fishing hook because that's cool. Um, he taught me... Like, I actually do love fishing and camping. I just don't get to do it often. Because mm. uh, I used to do it with him every single summer. That was like Aww. 90% of my childhood was was fishing and camping. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, I got that. So, that's really cool. I've been, I've been oh, feeling man. really good about that. Um, so, although this week has been like super stressful because we're, we're planning for Pride coming up and we're having to do all the preparations mm. for it. And it's yeah. just like making sure everything gets ordered in and it's frustrating. Um, despite all of that, I've had this, and that's 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 felt it's, really. It's good. like a source of power. It really is, honestly. Very cool. Very um, also, I discovered vape pens, so that was that was helpful too. <laughs> that that probably has something to do with it as well. Right, right. I mean, if anything, it's just the vape pens. Yeah, is really the. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom gave me a vape pen when I went really? to go visit for Mother's Day. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Your dealer. Yeah, she's a dealer. Yeah, and then like also, um, I don't know if he'll he'll listen, but my I, and I won't say his name, but yep. like my sister has been sort of kind of seeing this new guy who does like audio editing on the shopping channel. Um, so like, I really want to pick his brain. Um, but I've been able to talk to him on the phone a few times and I really like the dude. Like he's a really nice. cool guy. Um, so that was really cool too. I got to to talk to this like kind of sort of new, maybe sort of boyfriend that my sister has. He'd, he'd um, tear apart this whole 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if he's listened to it yet. Oh, I like, hope not, because he, he would probably oh, tear boy. us apart. He he asked oh, no. Kelly. He's like, "Hey, uh, so what's your your brother's podcast name?" And so she told him, and he's like, "Cool, maybe I'll give it a listen." I'm like, "Please don't. <laughs> you don't know me yet. I Uh-oh. need you, I need oh, some no. respect." Yeah, like, yeah. I think you come off as a very well respected human being here. I'm I'm happy that you finished that with human being because yeah, I human. wouldn't have been that charitable with myself. <laughs> Well, of course not. We're all very uh, self-loathing here. Yeah. Speaking of self-loathing, <laughs> how's your week been, Alvaro? <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Oh man. <laughs> David told me. <laughs> I mean, it's there, but also I I try. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. you know it's 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 like a Libra scale, you know. Yeah. I'm still trying, you know, and that's all you can do. Um, just been mostly busy uh, looking for work, working, and uh, trying to finish up my web editing class, mm-hmm. um, which has been fine. But uh, also, like in between all the shit, I shouldn't have started a class this uh, this last two months because it's been difficult. It's uh. been fucking hard, and um, like especially I have things coming up now in the summer and things I need to get done before I can do that next step. So it's it's a lot of shit that's like, you know, piling right. on. Um, is it all online, the course, at least? Or yeah, do yeah, you have yeah. some in class? Yeah, yeah, no, okay. it, it's online, which is, de- which is decent though, right? But like mm-hmm. the, the amount of work and what they want, like I get the class, like it's been working, but like I haven't been able to do any of the assignments because I just yeah. haven't had time. Um, so there's that. Well, I hope you keep trying. But I mean, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, ultimately as well, I'm just trying to take the lessons in from it um, and then apply it to the work I'm trying to do right. as well. Yeah. Uh, so given all that, you know, it's the, it's been hectic. I'm proud of you, son. Uh, yeah, you, son. just, uh, <laughs> you know, big things coming in for the next month of, of my life here where I have to try to figure out where, where I'm going to be, right? Yeah. Um, which has been a little, a little bit stressful here, but uh, that's tough. Yeah, um, so trying to manage that, um, but also like seeing and knowing how to move and like what uh what kind of things. Like I did get Photoshop and I did get Illustrator, which has been really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know being like, oh cool, I'm gonna I'm gonna do these designs and I'm gonna make uh these little like sticker designs and T-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, how, been, yeah, so that's been going yeah, well because yeah. like in our last episode, you mentioned that. That's what you wanted to learn That's from Illustrator. Definitely the, the the angle that I'm going with, and like yeah. one of the stressful things in my mind has been this idea that I'm I'm trying to get this like copywriting certificate, right? Right from my school, mm-hmm. and then I'm realizing most of these jobs only last six months. Yeah, mm. and it's like, what the fuck am I doing? No, I hear you. You know like it's what? Brutal. What the fuck am I doing? Uh, so one part of me is like, just do your art, create mm-hmm. more. You know, like that's right. instead of relying on a company to be like, hey, please hire me. And they're like, no, we just need you for three months. No, honestly, like, <laughs> 2023, like this yeah. day and age, you cannot expect the company to keep you together. Like it's it's just yeah. not happening. That's yeah. not that's, that's not what companies do. And that's not what they'll do for you. You have to. It's a constant hustle yeah. and it really sucks. And, but, I, and I just feel like there is more like value in like this podcast there's more value in my work there's more value in me trying to put my name out there like going to conventions and shows and trying to make stuff that 
that's where the real value is that yeah. you know yeah. some company is not going to provide for you that the the the, the, re the realest thing is i'd be better off just having a part-time job with benefits yeah. and making money on my what, well that's the what? thing too right like i always believe that like you have to invest your energy into yourself mm -hmm. and it's not about the job it's about the career because what you have to now make it make easier is the um the ability to get hired fast yeah. right so if you build up your career in copywriting jobs mm -hmm. or whatever you got to get your name known so that they are looking out for you and now they're just waiting till that you're looking for work and then and then you hop on the next one yeah. and it's not like a, a brand new fresh thing every time you got to build your your resume you got to build your career to a level that they know you personally and that when they're mm -hmm. done because like the industry is small so if you've done something they will know and they go oh that guy did a really good job and then so when you're free they go, oh, hey, you're the one who did that thing. Do you mm -hmm. want to, like, I was talking to somebody and they were saying, like, you should be, your name gets around and then they're, now they're looking for you. And then next thing you know, you're not even applying for a new job. They're literally just, like, you're lining it up. You know what yeah. I mean? So and, and, that's how it works. And I think the one thing, too, is, like, and I understand copy and, like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm also falling very much more in love with design. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's it's like, also but you are an artist, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think when it comes to like going into another career that is freelance based, you have to ask like, why don't I just do that with what like my art? Like yeah. if I'm gonna be investing this time into promoting myself as a copywriter and taking all these copywriting jobs and building up a name for myself in this industry, why am I not already doing that? this other thing that yeah. I could be doing for yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of where my mind went. Yeah. yeah. Like Which I totally time, understand so. that. Yeah. Which is like, um, yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense that you would go there because you are an artist. You have a very uh, visually graphic oriented, like kind of mindset. So like, and, and because you're learning all this stuff, you want to, you want to use it. Mm -hmm. Right. You get excited and going like, oh, man, I have like this new skill set, this new tools. Yeah. I would love to use it on my own stuff. Yep. I mean, that's kind of what I do all yeah. the time. I'm going like, oh, my God, I want to try it on this now. <laughs> and, and I mean, even looking at stuff like typography as well. As oh, my God. Such well, a, yeah. started with such typography. Joy, right. Like, it, it, there's so much going on to it. Yeah. And, uh, just the art like uh, last last week or two i bought myself another design book and it's a beautiful nice. beautiful book nice. that kind of shows like the layout of how design works and all these things and it's just mm, like i want to i want that you know yeah, yeah. I, I want that and i feel like I, I can definitely do that and seeing stuff from pop culture from movies from video games and like combining it into design putting it out there in the world you know yeah like yeah i'm like yeah i, I feel that you know yeah like I, do. I um uh was it at the f uh, uh tcaf mm. you know i loved everyone's stuff and i bought so much stuff but there's this one girl that i bought stuff from and she made a book about like a doll learning how to enjoy customizing themselves in some ways she was kind of using like a robot that could do whatever they want uh it's kind of like an interesting message about like transgender oh. or or like or like pansexual i would say more like oh. not not exactly like changing your gender but like dressing however you want to dress in a sense right ah, like having but, that fluidity in yeah your flu presentation and it's like and and the way they were talking about it, it's like imagine like this like character and they have like all these like it, there's like this hole in her head and she's trying to figure out what happened anyway the whole visual interpretation is like she's like a robot and like one image of it is like she's like um like a like a gundam toy that has like that's like on like a, a oh, template that piece one. yeah 
I was like obsessing over this book and I, I would like, I kept reading it and it was just like showing me more stuff. And I was like, man, this book is like the infographic style of it. The, the, and it's like telling a story through it. It's almost like Scott McCloud, but it's like mm. very, um, very cyberpunky techy kind of look. And I was like, what a freaking concept like this is a really really good concept and so it's almost like graphic designery kind of design and she had like another one that looks like a manual and it was like really really sick i was like man like Yo. i just want i want to do this like this is a really great idea it's such a i don't know it's like a great great style and i felt like this person really like found something really really cool and very niche to their own kind of like voice that i was like oh my god I'd, I'd buy whatever this girl keeps making because it's so good that's kind of the goal right yeah, yeah and it, it inspired me a lot it really made me think about like how i would love to do like stickers and like different kinds of like designs and stuff mm -hmm. and i was like man uh I, yeah it, it got me thinking about like how i want to prepare a table again mm -hmm. and like i want to do it right i want to skip this year on fan i think mm -hmm. i I'm, i think i'm just gonna like I don't know. I was thinking of like making like smaller events maybe, but yeah. like I really want to do like stickers and like different kinds of art stuff and then do art shows instead. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, even even seeing uh, some of the designers in Toronto as well, like posting up their stickers everywhere, yeah. posting posters yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of like you get your work seen, out there, yeah. you know, and it, it's it, it struck me as curious. It's such a interesting way of doing it it's yeah so like instead of waiting for people to come to you you just yeah. put it out there literally put it out There's there a billboard and yeah, and yeah it, i feel like it works a bit better than like social media sure because there's so yeah. much noise on the internet right now yeah. but like there's not enough uh, noise out there when you yeah. when yeah. you think about it right like i mean even on the ttc which is weird there's like not many advertisements nowadays i'm not sure if you notice no, you're right. Like, yeah, it definitely decreased. Kind of cold. Yeah, a little yeah, bit more. So yeah. there is that to opportunity that. there to take that attentional space. That's interesting. You no. made a point. I, you don't usually make a point. That's interesting. I, I try. <laughs> I try. So cool. Wow. Very informative. Uh, I try. I'm kidding. <laughs> I do my best. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna play along with me, so I'm just gonna cancel that joke. <laughs> you tried. I yeah. admire you. Yeah. <laughs> I admire your efforts. Oh well, uh, what, what? better luck next time. Yeah, but yeah that that definitely got me thinking. And like, if if you're oh, cool. if you're an artist as well, listening today, and you know, you're you're kind of thinking of like, how do I, how do I do this? Like, how do I break break through? I think that's definitely one option that you need to kind of consider. Um, yeah. And you know, there's this uh, there's a market right now that's going on, like a maker's market on Queen Street in Dufferin. Mm -hmm. That's happening right now. Apparently, it happens every weekend at that curry space. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot that happens a lot there. Mm. The last time I tried to get in there, it was a tea cafe day, and it was like packed. It was. Oof. It was way too many people. I was like, ah, there's no that's, way I'm getting in. That's good though. There was that's an good. Asian market. There was like an Asian night market at Stack House yesterday. No. Stack oh, Marketplace. Sick. Stack Marketplace, not Stack House. Mm. Stack Marketplace. The lineup was so long. It actually goes to like, you know how like there's like that uh, Bathurst Bridge? Yeah. It goes on the other side of the bridge oh. and the stairs that go down to the park. Just it, to get in. Yeah. And I was just like feeling like a, I, don't know, I was like acting like an idiot because like it's funny because I was like, there is no way that I will line up here. This yeah. is not worth it. For what's gonna happen in there, it, it yeah. not it, worth it, it at all. Be. It could very well be. I'm not saying it's terrible there, yeah. Yeah. but 
the lineup does not justify it. Yeah. It just doesn't. It's just not worth. You'd it. have to have like free handmade donuts in there, you know, like or some some shit yeah, like some, that. Some like, sort of like <laughs> specific artisanal shit. Yeah, yeah they got yeah. they got to do something special. Yeah. on my lap is what I'm saying <laughs> for for something to be like worth it for that. No, you have no idea. It, it, the lineup was insanely long, and yeah. I was like, no way. So it went to the um the uh the what are those? And mind you, I waited for uh I waited for an hour one yeah. time to get uh a one time like one time only In and Out burger like like pop up that they did really like last year really I like wait I, mean, I, I I do that shit like I will yeah. wait but like but that's different like that's a one time only special exactly kind of, it's, it's not like a worth night market it. that happens pretty frequently. mind you the burger was uh, uh, but like fair. i but, mean holy crap man damn. are you yeah. serious it was like double that length of like the the amount that i waited yeah. for it and it was like but the thing is like you're going to a market and everyone's walking around right mm-hmm. so like it takes forever for them to leave and that's why yeah. you never know how fast it, this line's going to be yeah. so i was like no nah, no thank you god damn that but anyway, nuts. that's all to say, you know, Damn. the things that are worth it. I don't, you know, like doing like uh, doing like uh, uh, what do you call it? Like like markets like that. Yeah. yeah. If you're if you're doing the sales, like the the lineup is like the people that want to see it, like they're they're hungry for that kind of stuff. This is like the time for events, to be honest. This is true. Yeah. Uh, like, the, really, the pandemic really made people like desire the need to go out yeah oh yeah i'm seeing that a lot yeah like people are it it really feels like people just miss being around others yeah you know yeah like i'm noticing there's like a lot more interesting events happening in the city now there's a lot more there are people that are going out that wouldn't normally go out yeah you know it's an older crowd that are going out like it's kind of nice (laughs) <laughs> it's nice it's exciting i like that the city's like because i've always liked how the city is like very vibrant and like very active i like it when yeah. when it's like that so it's nice today too it's sunny day no rain yeah no kidding yesterday it was like raining i was like ugh. yeah but um yeah no i think um i think i think it's worth it to do events now like uh, to do booths and like sell sell your art and stuff i'm trying to like think of doing more uh, not cutesy stuff but like something a little bit more compact like stickers and stuff yeah. like that that would right. be more of a, a good takeaway i mean I, I think in terms of what we want to create the sky is the limit like we can't limit ourselves to anything uh, there's some pixel art that i'd like to try there's some like uh kind of graffiti design work i want to do as well mm. everything within under the spectrum of the design i want to at least you know give it a go nice uh, yeah so yeah. definitely uh i don't want to put myself in any kind of box you know so we did have a topic today but this is interesting yeah um so <laughs> on the topic of design though like i was watching a video um i forget the name of the webcomic creators but they do a series that's like 20 something episodes long about like their process in making webtoons and webcomics. Ah. Uh, they're like a, a, a couple. Um, but I think he does the writing and she does the drawing. Uh, but they're talking and they're like, we kind of regret making a comic where making merchandise is really difficult because we hadn't made like a cutesy little logo or mascot for it. Ah, like there's no yeah. defining feature. Like there's no special necklace that we can recreate. Yeah. And... That is, and I realized, I'm like, wow, they're right. Like, that is something you have to think about. Like, 
I unconsciously did that with like bloodhounds that I'm working uh. on where like the main character works at this like biker bar during the days that's like owned by the other werewolves that has like its own, like it's called the den and it has its own little logo. And you know, it's mm-hmm. like a green shirt with like the, the, the logo of the restaurant in the corner. So I'm like, I could nice. potentially make that in the future. Right. But that is something that you have to think about when you're like embarking on creating a brand or a story or anything for yourself is yeah. how can I then in the future design merchandise that I can sell for this? Yeah. And also not to mention, I just think to add to that, um, doing that is a means of like survival in a way yeah. of like being able to have your own job and be your own boss and all that. It's not just to make for the sake of making. No, no. It's like, hey, you want to be paid for an, as an artist. This exactly. is kind of how you, you know, make well, make it. As you artist, can look at right? it that or you can look at it as a marketer's like idea where it's like some of these things are actually like fun for people to obtain. Yeah. It's it's fun to have a, like a, a really cool set of stickers or like you know like I'm not that kind of person that finds like like you guys know me like I don't I don't dress up in like cosplay. Mm. I don't like collecting toys. Yeah. I don't like wearing obscene amount of clothes about like, the fan. You do like collecting art though. And that's I'm I'm very like vanilla. Like I just like the art. Yeah. Um but but over the years i've learned that like you know to respect what other people like mm-hmm. you know i'll be honest with you like i used to shit on people that like you know, <laughs> it's just like a whole basement of just batman oh. <laughs> and you're like what the fuck dude what's wrong with you those bat caves that's a fuck ton of like or like yeah. oh i just like love all green lantern <laughs> and it's just like every toy the rings yeah. that it's Who like not even just comic books, you know? It's just like everything. Yeah. It's like, I I just, but the thing is like, that's just not me, right? Yeah. But also like, I've learned that like, there is something, there is something cool about it. And so I've gotten to the point where it's like, I respect uh, how people really enjoy uh, the, the, the type of things that they like. Mm-hmm. And what do they do to kind of express that joy? Right? Or, or like, how do they consume that you know that thing so so they can enjoy it or whatever so like you know like it is pretty cool and so it does make you and it's fun to think of like a really interesting merchandise as opposed to like a pen that has a flashlight that shows like the logo of your comic no that's not that's not really like a cool merchandise what's creative yeah like i like trading cards or like um you know uh I don't know. I was like trying to think of more, but like uh, I've been kind of like thinking about it. Like they have like those enamel pins and like, like those are pretty cool. They're pretty standard, but like to come up with like a cool, you know, I have a 3D printer. Like I wanted to make something that was like really, you know, one off. You know, what's really cool that I saw recently. Um, one of the comics I read, um, it's called The Hunt on Webtoon, but um, the creator for their Kickstarter is making book nooks. Oh, like cool! Those little, yeah, those little like oh, bookcase inserts. Those. So they've they've printed like these little paper craft book nooks that you can like purchase, and then they send you the kit, and then you assemble it yourself. Fuck yes! And it's of like the characters running through like a haunted forest, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's such a unique idea. Yeah, you know. And then they've also made like that's so cool, um, like Hawaiian shirts, but instead of like a Hawaiian print, it's like little ghosts and tombstones. All that. Over 
That is a great. Oh my god, like, I love that. Genius merchandising. This that person. is so good. Yeah, I I love it. Like as soon as I saw that, I'm like, now that that's that's good merch. Hell yeah. You know? That does remind me of like uh some one of the biggest comic books that came out in recent years. Uh, something is killing the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Boom Studios. One of the most iconic aspects of that comic is the bandana that the main character wears. Right. It's like this black bandana and it has like the, like the teeth design on it. Oh. You yeah. know, like stuff like that. It's yeah. pretty yeah. damn iconic, right? Like I love the, shit like that. Yeah. Like my personally, my favorite kind of merch is the kind that looks like what the characters have. Yeah. You know, but mm. is functional. Yeah. Like um my Digivice um headphone case mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit i like nice because it's functional i can use it it isn't just for the aesthetic mm-hmm. and it looks like it's actually from the show like it's a recreation kind of thing yeah i like those kinds of stuff i i'm not so big on like the huge shirts that are like demon slayer and it's just like you know the main character with like the sword posing on the front of it i'm like yeah it's cool i guess so but. i had this idea for the girl world stuff that i was doing before i had like that it's like this uh, black creature that has like these like spiky teeth or whatever. Yeah. And like I had it on buttons and I had the meaning for the buttons that I would tell kids all the time is that like if you pin this on you, it eats up all your bad thoughts. Yeah. And parents thought it was cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, here you go. So I was like, oh, I'll just go with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was like a part of the story kind of on the comics. So I was like, oh, I really should finish this comic. And then the other idea that I had and I and I did it reversed where it's like I bought we bought the for CZ. For Captain Zink, we bought like these bandanas that had like the Ugla face on it. I still have mine. And I was like, it would be really cool if the one of the main characters, Attila, had like had the bandana and like would wear it all the time as like this teeth and inv- you know intimidating yeah. looking thing. And I was like, is that an okay you know kind of approach to making it where it's like you're giving them like because you have the merch, you're giving it me like it's reversed in a sense. Oh, you know what I mean. So I've always wondered like, yeah. is that is that organic? Is that natural? Or am I like still, I mean, it is merchandise. So you're I still mean, you're making inspiring it yourself. Yeah. I think right. that's a situation of like uh, the chicken and the egg, right? Yeah. yeah. It could be either one, right? Like sometimes that does happen where you create something and you just happen to be like, oh, that's a cool little thing that I could make yeah. merch with that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sometimes it's like, you know what? It'd be cool if this character had this item on him and then I could, you know, 3D print this kind of like jewelry yeah. thing that for people to i started thinking well. of like well because you know me i'm like mr adhd yep. but like i was like you know i've been like working on this freaking machina comic and i've been you know uh it, it is kind of like technically what i'm doing for a raid mm-hmm. anthology is is a part of like the universe but like i was like it's not uh, as like it's not as like pop arty as i'd like mm-hmm. and i was like really thinking like man carol world is like it's so set for it it's so ready yeah i could just like start making shit for it but it's also like am i doing it just to kind of ride a wave of pop art kind of looking kind of thing or am i doing it because fun? it is fun it's a cool product i think it would be cool to kind of make a series of artwork with it but like am i gonna am i ready am i interested in doing full time like that just like that i don't know because it's a full committal to like do a big thing like that it is but like it would be i could think of like a million products for that for that brand Mm -hmm. and then so i was kind of like thinking like maybe i should continue and then do it and then just like because it's really not that hard but like i'd have to write a new comic but i'm like 
I'm doing more comics now. I think it's easy for me to actually like write this up and like put it out there. It would be like kind of fun. Yeah. And I, you know, I use it as a means to like, uh, like uh, strengthen my writing and my comic book, like sequential, you know, skill set. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I can use that. Then again, I'm doing mm. the ADHD uh, thing where I'm distracting myself instead of doing Machina. I mean, so I, I think if you look at it from the point of view, like, are you having? It's a little fun? bit of my brain. Like, <laughs> if you're having fun, keep going. And then when you're not having fun, you don't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's the yeah. best way to approach most I, things. Yeah, um, I think right? it's also hard when you're dealing with like an IP, um, because like, for example, you, you got to put on like, your big boy pants at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like. I look at like bloodhounds that I'm working on and I'm like, I know this is going to be a multi-year project. Yeah. Like just looking at. It's a serious deal. It, it is like it, you're committing to something. And if you stop doing it when you are no longer like, you're like, eh, meh, then you shouldn't have started it to begin with because yeah. your, your readers, once you have a new project that you're like, now this one I want to do. Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, but we liked your old one. And then you just stopped doing it because yeah. you just didn't care anymore. I bought so. this comic because I, and I want to, I want to know what happens next. And you're like, you see it to the end. nah. Exactly. So like, make sure that what you're starting is something that you love and that you're going to finish or else you're not going to get a consistent reader base or you're going to lose the trust of your reader base. Okay, fine, keep... dad. I'll yeah. Better, I guess. Like, you. <laughs> do the mocking, I guess. <laughs> Stick to Dude. one thing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But no, I like doing too many things. Oh, All the things. I literally yeah. do that at work. I just like do four different projects at the same time. Yeah, I mean, like, and I'm if like, you, if you do more than one, like, there's there's a lot of webtoon artists I know. Like, two of my favorites, um, the both the person who does the hunt uh, also does one called River Street, and I read mm. both of those. And then there's another one called Ride or Die, and they also do like two other projects, uh, and. They they do it full time though, but because that, that's the thing is like they've invested in mm -hmm. doing these comics and only these comics. So they have no other job, they have no other commitments, and they don't have a life. Well, maybe we could test. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could test the threshold of like how much how much I can juggle in terms of doing comics. So yeah, yeah I'll pray for like, you. Yeah, because uh, yeah. like I got pray. two projects working on, but like uh, I haven't been able to start much on enemy because I want to finish. Yeah, because you're on purgatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to finish purgatory's issue first before I get to start on those page because I fear that I might have a bit more fun drawing a werewolf man ripping another guy in half. I mean, like yeah. you know, so I'm yeah. I'm ready to like draw issue one of Machina, but I still have to write like uh girl world anyway right. so like i'll probably have to like i can space that out in a sense where it's like get the first book done when i have that done then i do like all this is going to be like a web comic anyway yeah i decided that we're just going to like make a bunch of websites that have like a web comic aspect to it and then just i was actually thinking of like uh building out our app awesome with chat gpt <laughs> <laughs> write my code yes I'm write just like code. I'm so fucking lazy. Like I don't write code. It, that was like a long time ago. I don't. I'm yeah. not really like that guy. And 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 you know. Uh, and I don't know jack shit. Yeah, and tech has changed so much that it's like what I know is probably like archaic. You know, mm -hmm. for it. But like you know, ChatGPT can just like do all of it. So <laughs> do yeah. my job for me, please. Yeah, I've got it to do code for me, and I, I checked out. I was like, oh my god, this is like very, pretty much right. Yeah. But also like what do you expect from something that was built through code, 
right? Like that's true. It it, it has yeah. to understand it, right? So I was like, oh man. So I was like thinking like maybe we could just like build our own site that has like all this stuff. So yeah, you know, yeah, we're all. I'm I'm gonna join these guys. And I'm gonna make comics too. Yeah, I'm almost ready for my launch. Actually, no way. Yeah, almost. Are you excited? I'm terrified. Yay! I, I'm trying to plan the it terror. for um, August, so I have time to like get over this bullshit of pride, and not that not that hey, pride is bullshit, hey, but you know, hey, have some pride, huh? How about a little bit of pride. The, the, the whole I live and part. breathe pride. <laughs> okay. You, yeah, literally. I am drowning it. Yeah. Um, Lo- geolocation and uh, spiritually, exactly. spiritually, <laughs> physically, physically, all of it. <laughs> um, but like, once all that's over, then I'm gonna take July to like do the final edits and hell yeah, like do a little bit of polishing, and then I'm gonna go for like an August launch. Nice. Um, Put some elbow grease in that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but like. Like what you guys were saying, where like you're like, oh, I just want to work on this one project, and like Alvar was like, oh, I just want to draw like a werewolf man, like to <laughs> like I get that, but except with mine, it's mm. there are things I've written that happen in like issue four mm. that I'm like, but I have to draw issue two and three before <laughs> I can get to it. I feel like I'll, I'll share this here, but like I f- I have recently kind of like felt like I I had like this fear in my head i've kind of started having this block of fear because i'm at raid and you have all these like artists and stuff and it literally stopped me dead on my tracks kind of going like i don't i can't design i've been designing characters for like so many years and it's like at this point i'm like i don't know what these guys look like and i'm like really stuck trying to figure that out so i've been just like pulling out books those guys at the studio, they see me. I'm just like going into the library part and just taking up books and kind of going like, okay, what do we want to do? Just like trying everything. And I'm just like, no, I'm just not in a mood. Like I'm not in a mode mm-hmm. of it and flying around so much that I, I haven't really like been able to like go to a life drawing. So I'm just like. Well, you're burnt out, dude. No, I don't think so. I think I need a little bit more. Yeah, I think I could do more. You want to push it? You want to push it a little bit more? <laughs> Let's see where it goes. Oh boy, <laughs> rest in peace. Like, oh, we'll fucking. Yeah. I, I promise we will help carry your casket. You might want to replace me now as another host. Get another host in here, but uh, I'd be dead in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll get my cat. We'll weekend. Okay. We'll weekends at Bernie's. You, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, that's even better. <laughs> You'll have sunglasses on just in the corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll keep like for breezing you, so you don't smell. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh my god! It's like mid episode. Oh, so I I watched a movie called Perils of Gwendolyn. So I I, I hung out with uh, Kagan and we were playing like these like really bad eighties movies. Amazing! And turns out this movie was based off of a comic book, and it totally does read like look as a comic book because like I can't, it's it's so confusing like the the story of it. It starts off in like an island in like Asia like. You know, East a- like Southeast Asia or whatever, right? And like, everyone, it, it's like it's horrible. It's the eighties, so like, so I'll love it. Women are getting saying. like, you know, women are like, yeah, like there's like boobs everywhere, and they're Excellent. being like, Wait. they're they're. It's like a brothel looking kind of place, Quick. and then there's two women that are like looking for a ancient butterfly, and they're being <laughs> like basically like almost trafficked, and then there's like very reluctant hero like saves them but then also is like a complete dick bag because oh he's a reluctant hero and he doesn't right. want to be you know yeah he's an anti-hero so it goes from like 
uh, an island in like in Asia, Southeast Asia, and then like they get into like they get stuck into like a desert. Mm. We're like, what desert? Where where is this desert? <laughs> where did they go? And then suddenly they're back in the ocean, and like pirates, <laughs> no. pirates uh, uh, get them. Like they 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 get they get chased after by like these pirates, and immediately they start speaking Tagalog. It threw me off so hard. I was like, I can understand what they're saying. Why do I? Why do I understand what they're saying? And we're like, as a joke, we're like, well, you know, uh, from like Thailand to Philippines, like what, 30 minutes? <laughs> we're like, what is happening? What the fuck? And then back to a desert. And then and then another island where there's like a whole tribe. They go back to a desert. Yeah. And then they find like another, they go through another desert and then they find like another forest area. So like suddenly there's a forest. And then they're caught by like some tribe that doesn't look like any tribe. And I was like, you know what this is? This is like a serialized comic. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like normally in a comic, you can take your time to go through all this. They crammed everything. By the end of it, it is so unrecognizable. There are women that are like warrior women with like spiky. They look like Shredder with no clothes. Holy shit. And they have like their tits out. And at one scene of it, they're literally like, it's like a piston looking shape. And the woman is the piston going in and out. That's one of the twenty things that was going on that was really weird. You know what this reminds me of? The I need to watch uh, it. the heavy metal yeah. movie. I need to play this to you guys. Oh, you guys okay. remember that one? Yeah. It was like rotoscoped and it was shit weird. like that. Because I remember being at like some kind of bar, uh, probably on too many drugs, uh, and just they were playing that in the background of the bar. And I was just so focused on it. People were talking at me. I was just like looking at like what was happening because it looks really weird. Yeah. The that's way they were moving. That's not a movie to have in the background of anything. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I well, I bring up that movie. On? I bring up that movie because like in, ta- in talking about like like IPs and like, you know, creating a story. Nowadays, we have to think about where this stuff goes. Because when you make a when you make a thing, you're making merchandise that will kind of work with it. It's, it's part of the fandom, right? Yeah. Like it's a part of the lore of the whole thing, but also like the potential. I mean, it's very it's very well possible that it could turn into a TV cartoon, or a, or a live action TV show, or even a movie. You know, maybe not even a great budget or whatever, but like yeah. it's still a you know it's it's transmedia like what they called it back then, but it's like a multi ultra multimedia kind of like thing now where like your ip just doesn't belong in one space like it can go yeah. anywhere you have to like really think it over like yeah the amount of books that could turn into like tv shows and movies and it's it's yeah. insane it, it's that, yeah. that is definitely picking up a little bit more speed nowadays yeah i mean granted though i'd like to think of my comics as just comics for now mm-hmm. if they can become something else cool but yeah. like i uh, i find just happy with them as comics yeah. you know it's it's kind of easy to, at least what I've found is that like writing TV scripts and writing comic scripts have a lot in common. Yeah, they do. So it's yeah. kind of easy to be like, yes, I could see this happening. You know, exactly. I, I could see this converting well. But like, for example, there's all these people that are posting their stories on like Wattpad, you know, uh-huh. and then those Ooh. are getting turned into movies. Yes. Doesn't always translate well. No, no, Which because one? like, well, also like the type of people that produce it. Like in Philippines, they love making them, turning them into like TV shows and stuff in the Philippines, yeah. and it's like super weird. But it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't always translate. No, because like, I find like specifically, I'm thinking like there's like the after series and like a bunch of those other like like the kissing booth and stuff that are getting turned into like these like teenage rom coms, and 
the people who read these books, like, I find readers have more of a suspension of disbelief because, like, you're reading a book and it feels like it's been so much longer that these characters have been together. Right. Like, a perfect example is that a lot of people have read and watched and consumed is the Twilight series because it's so mainstream. Yeah. But you're you're reading the books and by the time the two characters are ready to get married, you're like, yeah, they've been together for forever. But then if you actually... Look yeah, at the amount of time they've been together, it's been like a year and a half, and yeah. they're still teenagers. The or well, the, she is. Anyway. Yeah, like the sense of time in books is 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 yeah. hard to like convert into movies because it's so fluid. Like Foundation, mm-hmm. the book Foundation, those things leap for thousands of years. Like they yeah. literally like they're so loose with the concept of time in books. <laughs> it's like holy shit. Exactly. It's like, and then five years later, you're like, all right, cool. Five years later. Yeah. <laughs> And you just keep going. Like there's, and it's the same thing with like, um, another good example is like the Cats musical, mm-hmm. you know, that did not translate well to a movie because again, it it's translated excellently. Listen, <laughs> okay. for, for us, it translated well. It is a cult um, classic and I hope they play it every year at a rundown cinema but, but because it's, it's, I will be there. Midnight yeah, screenings, like that would be amazing. But like my point being that like musical theater audiences are like yeah no they're that's totally this this checks out this makes sense right. like i understand exactly what's going on whereas movie audiences are like wait why is she taking off in a hot air balloon what the fuck is is she dead like what the fuck is well, going on i think i think that's the thing about like books like you can be um you can be uh flowery with words you can take time on describing details because yeah. all you have are words to really convey what's going on so and and also because they flip, you know they're they're in control of the time in a sense but in movies, like it has a different dimension of like how you can explain everything. You don't have to describe everything because it's all visually all there. Yeah. But you have to kind of control what people see because they can see everything. What do you want them to specifically see? Yeah. So there's also like that particular thing to. So there's like a, a there is a allowance in each medium, but there's also a major limitation on each of them. But the problem is that they're different on each of them. They're, they don't yeah. have an overlap in a sense. Well, maybe maybe they do a little bit, but like yeah, but it uh, again, like you you have to keep your like audience in mind. Yeah, but I do like, love series storytelling because it, it it relates so much to comics. Yes, in a sense, you can have the big payoff at the very end of like a volume. You can treat it like the whole season is a whole volume. Yeah, and each chapter is an episode. Done. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. Like it's it just it is so seamless in the yeah. way it translates. So, which is why I think like sometimes comic movies don't always work out well. Yeah. You know, because like it yes. has a different structure. Also, so. like it's such a, a huge breadth of information and detail and you're trying to cram it into like two hours max. And yeah. these assholes now like bring it up to like three hours and you're like, oh, I don't want to watch it for three hours, four hours. Are you nuts? Yeah. Like you really got to earn that attention span from your audiences. Yeah. Like. I, my uncle is, uh, my, another uncle of mine. Um, he is basically one of the main reasons why I got into comics because he's a total comic nerd, right? This guy. And, um, we have been talking recently about like DC versus Marvel and the way they've approached their movies. Mm. And he's just like, yeah, the movies are all boring from DC. Like, he's like, I like the, the actors that they've chosen and I like the characters. I couldn't give a shit about the plot lines. They haven't earned like my interest. And he's right. They they haven't earned the audience interest. Yeah. So if you're going to be doing these like big concepts that are based on these comic book plot lines, you have to earn 
that interest from your audience because it's not a comic book. I always found that really interesting why they have such a hard time trying to make a really cohesive story because... For for DC Comics? Yeah, well, for all of them because, like, there's so much... There's so much information for every... Like, there's so much content for per character and they choose the wrong things a lot of times. For DC, I guess, for specifically. Like, they'll, they'll zoom in on thinking, like, oh, the people will like this. And it's like, you haven't even dug deep enough to how much cool stuff is in there well, that's the issue and that's right? what i love about like marvel is that like they found some really good shit to really like use or even like mold or change like the way captain america have the way they the way they tackled captain america is like an interesting approach yeah. you know where like they really made like part of like what happens what happened in the comic books of captain america in terms of like not the character itself but like how the the the, the content of like the reason why they have the comics yeah. They kind of use it in the sense of like, oh, yeah, they use them as propaganda to like when it's like and then they made it like that. And it's like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was like really interesting. So like, yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's very interesting how DC is like just like fucking it up like every time. And you're like, first of all, Black Adam, really? Yeah. What? That was- what? What? I still haven't seen that yet. I'm waiting for a day when I can just get super fucking high, order myself a disgusting amount of McDonald's, and watch it. Because that feels right. I feel like that's the best way to experience it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think off the bat, though, there DC is a very interesting case study in the sense that the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy was phenomenal. Uh, but I disagree. Almost, but it, I think it was fantastic, right? Like, But from a point of view and in sales, it did really well. Did. But the problem, I literally couldn't care about the, the sales. The problem, but no, but they do. Warner Brothers does. Yeah. My point yeah. is that <laughs> then they took that approach into the, the launching of the universe and in Man of Steel, which, by the way, was a really bad way to launch the universe. Like it didn't feel yeah. like it. Yeah. But they were telling us it was because there was a Wayne Tech thing there, and uh, and exactly. and so you know they had to. They were like, okay, so Superman. But dark and gritty, and it was like, so. So if this was your launching pad, you fumbled. Which is unfortunate you know? because yeah. of what my uncle, uncle was saying is the casting for these yeah. is actually pretty good. It's just yeah. oh, Henry Cavill is one of my favorite humans. Henry Cavill, he is the See, fantastic. The, the thing about it, <laughs> he's phenomenal. The thing about it is like Marvel gave them a great framework to use, yeah, and they were like. No, we can do it better. Dude, you have zero your track record means you don't know how to fucking do this. Well, exactly. And you like completely ignored and you're like, no, 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 let's put like we need Superman for the Batman stuff to like really like to introduce Batman. So like let's make it both. And you're like, you don't get it, dude. Oh, you're thinking of uh Donna Justice, eh? But it's like yeah. <laughs> but but it's like yeah. just do the Batman and then do Superman and then do you know Green Lantern, everything differently, and then put them together in one big movie. Exactly. It's they, fucking simple. They Take wanted, your time. They really want to get there fast. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of fast, they are going to be basically rebooting the entire universe of Flash. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not what they're doing. That's true. They're mm. going to start over. Yeah. And they're using Flash, doing Flashpoint as... Yeah, because if they weren't... Doing it. Yeah, because if they weren't, they wouldn't release it. Exactly. If it, Because, like, literally, they're like, no, 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 this guy has been, like, so <laughs> problematic and so, like, fucked up. Yeah. That, like, we we shouldn't launch this movie but instead they're like no no we need this to actually like reset everything so exactly we'll fucking just put it out there yep 
That's true. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it is kind of weird because you still have Aquaman 2 and I think another film coming out. I don't out. know if they'll put out Aquaman 2. Well, they I guess are. they do because they finished it. So yeah, yeah, I think they did. So they have to release it anyways, but it's not going to mean anything. It's not. It's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Jason Momoa. I think he's very fun. Um, But I'm not expecting like a masterpiece from that that was kind of a yeah. mismatch honestly i don't yeah. like him as aquaman no they no. don't know what to do with him yeah they don't know how to write aquaman i really feel like he could could have been a better dc character there are i think so i think they were saying yeah. i think they were saying he should have been lobo Ooh. which i was like yeah yes. <laughs> yeah he should have been lobo sure he would have made such a good lobo yeah man it, you know and seeing the money that like deadpool made mm-hmm. a yeah. global movie in that same kind of context yeah. ultra violent so fucking good R. You know, very comedic, but oh, like heavy metal, like undertones to it. Jeez, yeah. man! God, the soundtrack for it would be fucking killer. Oh, it'd be so insane. It'd be so good. No, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I, I... yeah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. No, I, I still remember those uh, Glenn Fabry uh, level comics. Holy shit, those are good. <laughs> like, I only strive to damn. like create some content that is that is like that, like with like that breath of a you know like value like yeah. i don't know i just it's it's so like you know like having a all these characters in dc and stuff like that i don't like drawing super like i don't like um writing superheroes like i don't think that's a very interesting mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh subject um but i love adventures and like you know like uh writing for like a sci-fi adventure or something like that where like they're actually going somewhere and not going like what do they do for a living? Like, yeah. is f- superhero a full time like, job? They, yeah. yeah. How do they? You know, how come their clothes like don't get like wrecked? And, like all these like things about superheroes to me. And it's like as a grown up, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, it's it's like what I was saying before with like people who read books and people who watch musicals. It's that suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, no, I can totally believe that. Like, I don't know, Kamala Khan can totally keep up being like yeah. Miss Marvel and attending school yeah. and. Doing all this shit, Although, and having a so like, sure, fine. I cannot wait for that movie, though. Same. Marvels. I'm so excited for that. Yes, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. I, I, it's well, so I was gonna say, I, I think Sketch, you're entering your uh, Garth Ennis phase of your work. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, also, I'm like, forward to it. I will always watch superhero stuff. I love superhero, you know, yeah. like whatever. Like you're as a fine. reader, as as a fan, like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll watch that stuff and I'll read the comics if I if when I get the chance. But like, as a creator. I would never I would never want to write a superhero character. I love I love big adventures. I've been I've been mulling over like this idea of like a new Star Trek type of like Ooh. story where it's like these space travelers and you have like an entire team and like they're exploring strange new worlds. New life, a new civilization. To boldly go and no, I love I love Star uh, Trek. Vince so has been uh, talking a lot about season three of Picard. He loved it. Yeah, no, season three is the bomb. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I've it. watched a few of it. Um, but uh, I was actually interested in. Uh, I was hearing some things about Strange New Worlds, and like how it's interesting. So I was like, I kind of want to check that out. I'm not a I'm not a Kirk guy. I, I'm like a Picard, and yeah. like you're a Picard stand. Cisco is awesome. Um. I like Voyager. Those three to me are my my jam. So like you know, yeah, I'm more of like that guy. Uh, but yeah, no, Kirk, I'm not really crazy about. Um, so yeah, and like yeah. adventures and like, you know, you're you're going somewhere and there's a thing that you're doing. Like I I like that. Like you know that uh, that animation. Um, 
I think it's called Strange Worlds. It, it, it's like this uh, this uh, manga, uh, not manga. What am I saying? It's like a Disney. Like, oh, Strange World. Strange World. Yeah, I love that story. Like it's so I cool. It's haven't, like uh, that is straight up solar punk. Yeah, I haven't uh, watched or read it yet. It's really good, um, but it's I want really, to. Oh, oh, I was in a meeting and uh, we had a client that uh, that had like to do with like solar panels and stuff. And so, uh, as a pitch, because we we're doing brainstorm, I pitched like I told them about like this subgenre that's happening, and none of them were really familiar about it. It was called solar punk, and I was like mm-hmm. telling them about it and going like, "This this should be like the play on thing to it, because yeah. kids would totally get what you're talking about, because this is what's happening right now in the streets, in the streets, in the streets. What the cool kids are talking about? Broken glass everywhere. Oh. In the cyber streets, I guess. In right? People planting seeds on the corner. <laughs> uh no yeah so i was like you know i was like oh yeah this will be really cool so i was like drawing like some interesting you know uh, designs for like a, a booth show showcase thing for it trying to trying to spread a little bit of what we do here a little bit of my job you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um yeah no solar punk i i, I you know that's I, I would be really cool to like create a story that's like inspired by solar punk you know yeah some like tech and uh and plants and stuff be kind of neat do it kind of cool yes um yeah no you know let's get a lot of uh inspiration and from a lot of our stuff i definitely get inspired by like comics and stuff like like superheroes and stuff there's like things that you can pluck out of it but you will never catch me dead like you you know no there's every day in the future when you make a superhero comic i'm gonna save this sound bite (laughs) have at it yeah go for it sketch you said never find you dead I'm sorry, man. You gotta stick to your word. <laughs> I don't know why. I, could, I swear. I can see if, like, you ever get the opportunity, write an X Men book. <laughs> Jump right on that shit. <laughs> no, I would. I would no? totally. I would totally like gladly with a smile on my face. No, thank you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just no. No. Yeah. no. After after everything I've been through, I just want to do my own stuff. My my personal days are so freaking precious. I do not want to do things that I don't want to do. Yeah. It's just not fun and it makes me very angry and my anxiety goes through the fucking roof. Well, yeah, because you have like a high stress job. Yeah. And then you come home and you're like, I got to do this thing. Yeah. That brings me no joy. Yeah. Marie Kondo would be so disappointed. It it, it (laughs) stresses me out till no end. And it, and I hate that feeling because I work so much on my, on my personal life and my mental health. Yeah. For this to be the one that's going to stress me out, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. I hate it. And it makes me not want to do the thing. So I don't know. It's just make sure you control your life. That's my advice. Is that like yeah. you have a you have a foothold and like what makes you happy and do the job, do your job. But like, hey, if you're if you're going to do things like personally for your own, like honestly, like relish those those hours. Because, mm-hmm. man, a nine to five, like the rest of the day is like an evening. And it's yep. just like you only have I so mean, much time for you know for free time. And I guess it's that idea of like being at the mercy of somebody else to determine so much of your. You I know, hate right. working for people. Yeah, I fucking hate it so much. Speaking of which, though, having mercy, please have mercy on my poor editor soul because we are now past an hour. Yay! <laughs> That's all right. And uh, sorry, editor Toby. It's it's fine. He just hates you. No, I'm pretty sure you could. We could. We could take off a bit of the front. Like the oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I was actually d- doing that on purpose, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, we were kind of just like fussing about in the, mo- in the beginning. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit, definitely. But I could feel Alvaro being like, 
new topic. I know that, I'm that like, is no, true. I have to stop this. I have to. I have to put a stop to this. I have to be daddy. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. We were kind of off uh, off for a little bit because of uh, life. It kind of happened. A lot. Very, very serious stuff. A lot of stuff is happening, um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just glad that you guys are all okay. Everything's all good. And I love you guys so much. Um, I think you're pretty good. Happy to see you guys here. Uh, this is probably the only time we see each other, to be honest. <laughs> Excuse you. That doesn't mean that we don't love I each invited, other. I, I love invited you. you guys out So anyway, thank drunk. you guys so much for... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, next week, me and Toby are going to see Little Mermaid. Would you like to come? Uh, you guys are amazing for watching our episodes. <laughs> and um, make sure you check us out on Instagram. We are your friends. Uh, we have a TikTok for your friends. You to the Little Mermaid. Uh, we still don't have a new email. Uh, so wait, wait on that. I will take care of that. Um, be part of our world. Room for one more. Uh, <laughs> Room for one more. We have. We have. <laughs> We can do this. We got thingamabobs. <laughs> we got plenty of those. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, no. Uh, check out my Instagram. I got a ton more robots that I've been posting. Uh, and these guys as well. You know, they doing their things. Occasionally. Yes. Occasionally. Also, um, uh, this week, I'm probably going to be posting a lot more this uh uh, just a link in the story to Lucas's first chapter of Enemy. Fuck yeah. Please Woo. give it a watch, a read. Uh, give it a watch. A, a watch, a read, a follow, like, and tell your friends about it because, yeah, just make the shit go Squid viral. Squid McKenzie, right? Yeah, just, hell yeah. Yeah. Squid hell yes. McKenzie. Uh, finished the first chapter. It's really fun. Hell yeah. It's really awesome. I can't uh, wait to read it. And, and again, like just taking part of this entire world that we're building here, mm-hmm. very weird characters, very strange, but like, just so much fun he will send me a link and then i will put it in the description so uh definitely we'll we'll check that out but also sketch um are are you going to be under the sea uh next week toby do you have anything to promote (laughs) nope cool i'm i'm cool with uh, guys you know this has been so much fun indeed i'm so happy to be here yeah because it's my home so i have to be happy um i'm happy that these guys are here and uh we appreciate you listening to our episode Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. And remember, you are never alone because, because we're, we're your, your friends. friends. I think I'm busy that day, so I don't think I can watch okay, that. Okay, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the We're Your Friends podcast, hosted by Tobias Medeiros, Alvaro Cruz, and Matt Sketch. Edited by Toby Medeiros, produced by Matt Sketch. Reference and additional material can be found in the show notes. 